Parashas Nitzavim starts with Moshe addressing the Jewish people. And he says to them, Atem Nitzavim Hayoyim Kulchem Lifnei Hashem You are all standing together in front of Hashem. Rosheichem, your leaders, Shifteichem, your judges, Kolish all the men, the the children, the women, the Gerach Hashem Sharecho, even the those gay who join the Jewish people, Mechoite Veitzecho Veitzecho Veitzecho, from those who chop your wood until those who draw your water. And have a, I don't know if it's a question, but that's a Heora in the Pasuk. That is, if the Torah is talking to us, as those who are reading about the event afterwards, and the Torah would tell us that at this particular occasion, the entire Jewish people, its leaders, its judges, men, women, and children, were all assembled, so then we'd know what was being discussed, what had happened historically. But if the motion is addressing the Jewish people, he's talking to them. And if that's the case, so they themselves could see who was there. They knew that they had, so to speak, had been gathered together with the rest of Klai Yisrael. And if that's the case, why does Moshe need to specify to the people themselves who are standing in front of them? You're all here. Isn't that something they could see on their own? A small point to think about. Another question I have is in Pashas V'yelech. One of the last mitzvahs in the Torah is the mitzvah of Hakel. And we know the mitzvah of Hakel, the Torah tells us, was on Chagasukas, the year after Shmita, the king would read from the Sefer Torah. And Klai Yisrael would gather to hear it. Hakel Esa'am is a mitzvah to gather the people. Men, women, and children. Can you imagine what Hakel must have looked like? If we want a small, maybe, a very small dogma comparison to Hakel, that's what like a shul looks like on El Purim. When you have men, women, and children, everybody coming at the same time, in this case you hear the Megillah, and uh, when there's the chaos of so many people and looking after little kids and trying to keep everybody quiet, and even by Megillah it's brought around, even though people should bring children, but not children who are so small, and they're just going to disturb. Can you imagine if it wasn't just the kids, it was the babies as well? The entire community, all in one place. And when it comes to Hakel, it's not just limited to one community. You're talking about all the Jewish mothers, fathers, children, everybody. You can imagine what the, it must have been like. And the obvious question is, if the point of Hakel is to hear the king reading the Torah, so then it's understood why we bring in the men, even the women. They're there to, they, are, they can understand, they can learn. But why the children? Specifically, why the little children, the babies? They're not going to gain anything from the experience. And not only that, they're going to disturb. They're going to interfere. It's going to so to speak, lessen the ability that everybody else has to learn if you have all the children at the same time. What's the point of bringing them? 
There's a Gemara that asks the question. The famous Gemara at the beginning of Chagiga. That the Gemara says to him, Rabbi Hitchur's Talmudim came to him. And he asked him, Machidish Bebis Medrashaya. Who was the one who spoke? So he said, It's the Shabbos of Rabbi Lazar ben Azari. And what did he learn? What did he teach? He quoted this Pasuk of Hakka. And he said, Hakka is the Om, Anashim, Anashim, Vata. So he says, so it says, if a man came to learn, which the Pasuk says, Laman Yilmudu, and the woman came to listen, it says, Laman Yishmu. So, why did the children come? And the answer the Gemara gives is, to reward those who bring them. The children who are too young to appreciate or understand, but at least, those who bring them will get a reward for bringing their children. And the Mephosh already asked the question that doesn't answer the question. If there's a reason why the children are going to benefit from coming, so then you can say it's hard to bring children. You'll get reward for bringing them. But if you can't explain to me why the children are there at all, what's necessary to have them for? So then what's the answer to reward those who bring them? Well, it's just doing something difficult for the sake of getting this hard for doing something difficult. What's it to Eris in bringing the children? That's the one point. A second point, the Pasuk itself talks about the children. And the Pasuk says, So that we have to explain what the Pasuk means. What it means they're going to learn. They're going to hear and they're going to learn. But the Pasuk addresses the children as well. That's the Gemara in Chagiga. Just as an aside, there's something I must share with you. I saw the Ben Yishchai in the Sefer Ben Yayada. It says something very beautiful. He asks, when it says the men to learn and the women to listen. So what does it mean to listen? If they understand what they're listening to, they're learning as well. And if I don't understand, so what's the point of listening to something I don't understand? So he says, he brings from a Zayar that talks about women who in Olam Abba will know the Torah as well. Even women who never weren't necessarily trained how to learn in depth Torah in this world, but they'll be proficient in Torah in Olam Abba. Why? So he says, in the source of them hearing Torah in this world, they will be introduced to the depth and the deepest understanding of that Torah in Olam Abba. And therefore, even if the women here are only able to hear what's being said, even if it's not understood in its deepest level, there's still a benefit in that. And he says, based on that, the lady who hears her husband learn Torah, she mightn't understand what he's learning. But the fact that she's heard the Torah enables her to be zaycha to understand the Olam Abba. But that's for the ladies who are on the level to hear. But the children aren't even on that level. And therefore the question comes back. What would be the Tzadis in bringing the children? The Gemara in Chagiga continues. And the Gemara says that there was a second drasha that Rabbi Lazar and Azariah learned at the same time. And he says that when the Pasuk says in Bajos Kisavon, It's Hashem He'emar Tzayam, Liyas Lechalelekim. You declared Hashem today to be for yourselves for as a God. And Hashem declared you today, Leah Slayer Amsugun, to 
to be for him a treasured people. So Rabbi Lozman Azariah translated this pasuk that Hashem says, "You made me a chativa achas ba'olam, one unit in this world, and I'll make you a chativa achas ba'olam. I'll make you one unit in this world." And here also the question is, what's Rabbi Lozman Azariah trying to change from a simple pshat in the pasuk? We declared Hashem as our King, as our as our God. And Hashem declared us as His chosen people. Why does He have to change it into uh, we made Hashem a chativa achas ba'olam? We made Hashem into one unit in this world, and then Hashem in return made us into one unit in this world. So let's understand the principle, the underlying principle of both of these gemaras. Perhaps the principle that Rabbi Lozman Azariah was trying to teach. Both from the story of Hakel and from the Psukim of Hashem and Maritzaya. And let's start with the Yisrael. And that is, the Chazal tell us in the Pasuk, Vahi Bishur and Melech, is Asif Rashiham. There's a king in Kai Yisrael when the leaders of the nation get together. And then and that Chazal say that. When when the leaders of Klai Yisrael combine, then we're able to be Mamlech Hashem. Then there's a concept of Ahi Bishur Melech. Why is the one dependent on the other one? So simply, it's understood. Well, we always say for Shoshana, and Melech Am. And if that's the case, if there's going to be a king, he needs a nation. And for that, a nation needs to be together. And that way, we can say Hashem is. Hashem is crowned as their king, which is true, but there's a point beyond that as well, and that is to understand what was the idea of Hakkah, which to bring the men, the women, the children, the entire Jewish people together. So that's what Moshe says at the beginning of Pashas Nitzavim, and Moshe points out, this is a situation when the entire Klai Yisrael is gathered together, and he says, and the point of that is the Avracha. The point is, we now the entire Jewish people is gathered together, so this is the ideal situation to form a bris, to form a covenant with Hashem. And that's why Moshe describes, even though the people could see who was there, but Moshe was highlighting the importance, the auspiciousness of the situation. If there's a t- time, if there's a situation where the entire Klai Yisrael is together, so then that's an opportunity to form a bris with Hashem. Why? Because when we have the entire Klai Yisrael together, then there's a special ability we have to be Mamlech Hashem. And there's a special Kayach that we have to crown Hashem, so to speak, as our King. And that's how much is us to do. There's a unique opportunity we have there. We've gathered the entire Jewish people here. We're all standing together. This is Klai Yisrael. And if Klai Yisrael are all together, then this is our opportunity opportunity to make a new covenant with Hashem. Why is it like that? So perhaps we can explain it like this. It's brought down in the Sefer of the Shifcha Arizal. Arizal is the knowledge of Kabbalah. So in different times he used to dive in different Nusachs of the Tfilah. So he was asked by his Talmudim, 
And then I told him, you know, we have a number of different traditions in the Nusach of the Davini, in the text of the Twitter. In Shemaim, what's really considered to be the true Nusach? And Arizal answered, and he said, in Shemaim, there's 12 different Nusachs of the Twitter corresponding to the 12 Shvatim. There's 12 Sha'orim in Shemaim, 12 gates through which Twitter goes up to Hashem. And each Shabbat had a slightly different filler, which was what was correct for that Shabbat to Daven. And that filler went through that particular gate to the Shemaim. And therefore, it's not that there's only one valid version of filler, there are lots of different versions of filler. Just saying, as the thought of Ma'an, perhaps that's why today, when you only have three Shvatim, you heard of Binyamin and Levi, we only have we were left with three different Nusfaris of Twila. But when there were all 12 Shvatim, there were 12 Nusfaris of Twila. And what's the idea of having so many different Nusfaris? So many different versions of the Twila? So it's understood. Each one is slightly different because each one is doing a slightly different Chalik Ravayras Hashem. And therefore, for what that particular Shavit needed to do, there was a slightly different perspective of the Twila that they would have. And if that's the case, if we have all the Shvatim together, then we have something complete. And if each Shavit in the same in the same meeting point, the same assembly, is davening their Nusach, then we have a certain Shlemus. We have a certain completion. The Avodah Hashem of Klai Yisrael is fully rounded from all different perspectives. Whereas if it's not everybody together, so then, it's true we're serving Hashem only from a certain angle. And not every, it's, not a, it's not the full picture. And therefore there's a certain value, there's a certain benefit to having the entire Klai world together. Because that provides the full picture, so to speak, of what Avedis Hashem is meant to be. It's not just a question of a full shavit. It's even a question of each individual. We know that each individual nasham is also a part of Klai Yisrael. And therefore, if there's an assembly where the entire, all the nashamas of Klai Yisrael are together, so then there's a much bigger sense of being, of being Mamlich Hashem than when there isn't. The Mishnah says in Brachas, this is an example, when you have 10 people together, we can say the Baruch to the Kena. When you have 100 people, we say the Baruch Hashem and the Kena. When we have a thousand people, ten thousand people, it's going to change. Because the more people there are, the more we together, it provides more of an opportunity to be Hashem. When Moshe had called the entire Jewish people together in the midpoint, when they were all congregated around him in Arabi Smaya, Moshe said, This is an opportunity to make a bridge with Hashem because this is an opportunity, a rare opportunity, where we have the entire Klai Yisrael together. And the mitzvah of Hakel was to recreate that. Once every seven years, the beginning of each new cycle of time. As you know, the Torah cycle of time works with Shemitahs with seven years. The beginning of a Shemitah, the beginning of a new cycle, we're going to recreate Kal Yisrael together. And therefore, the idea of Hakel, it wasn't just Agav. So in order that the king should teach Torah, people have to gather so that he has an audience. It's the other way around. 
the mitzvah of hakel, and it was called hakel, gather people, was unite Kal Yisrael, bring the entire Jewish people together. So that way we can stand as one unit and say, this is Kal Yisrael. And for it to be, this is Kal Yisrael, then we need the entire Kal Yisrael here. The children are part of Kal Yisrael too. And therefore, bringing the children was a part of what was necessary to have the entire Jewish people together. And Imela, it wasn't the Ikat to learn. Of course, once they're there, it's an opportunity to Mamli Hashem and you do that through the, accepting the Torah. But it wasn't the Ikat point. If the primary goal was that people should learn, then bring the children just to destruction. The primary point was we want Kal Yisrael in its entirety to stand together. Kal Yisrael in its entirety to become Malchus Shemai. And for that to happen, even the children who are too small to understand, who are too small to participate, but they're part of Kal Yisrael too. And that's the schus of the parents. Every Jewish child is another part of Kal Yisrael. And we tell the parents, bring all the children. It's your schus that you've added so many people to Kal Yisrael. Let them come and be part of the meeting point, part of the assembly, part of the congregation when the whole Kal Yisrael is together. That was the point of the Mitzvah We asked another question. The Pastor says, So the Torah talks about the children. It's not just a question of, bringing, of giving reward to those who bring them. And the answer is that when it talks about the children, it says the effect is going to be that they're going to learn to fear Hashem. The effect for the children maybe isn't right now, especially little children, but having been part of such an, a tremendous opportunity, being, feeling the feeling of, this is, we're all Kai Yisrael, we're all together, we're all united, so that has an ability to install your Shemai. That has the ability to influence everybody who's there. And even it's going to be later, when you're going to remind them, you were part of that special opportunity called Akil. You stood together with the rest of Kal Yisrael. So in the, that's something which is going to inspire them even in the future. That's the Tariq of Akil. It's a way to re-establish, re-strengthen in every cycle of time, every seven years, that bris of Kal Yisrael in its entirety with Hashem. Klai Yisrael with all the different Shvatim, all the different Mirhagim, all the different parts which make it up, but we're all united in serving Hashem. And that's the second memory, the second statement of Rabbi Laza ben Azariah. He says, not just that we declare Hashem a king, but that you made me as one in the world. And Hashem says, and I made you Hativa Achasbalayla. When Tayus was all together, so then we combined as one. And when we have that opportunity, then we can say the same, give the same Kayak, so to speak, to declare Hashem as one. And we say this in the Pasuk. On the Pasuk, 
Rashi says it's talking about the time of the future. When it's the Melech Al-Kola-Aretz, then it's a concept of Hashem Echad. When Hashem is the Melech on the whole Klai Yisrael, then it's Hashem Echad. We made Hashem Echad Ba'ilam, and He made us Echad Ba'ilam. And when Klai Yisrael together as an Echad, then we can be Mamlech Hashem much more as an Echad. Let's explain this as well. Different people can see Hashem in different ways. Because Hashem is different ways of how he relates to different people. For some people, they see much more for the chesed he does. Some people, for whatever reason, Hashem's goes on them. That they're going to have to have more nishyonis, more suffering. And it's only when you see the entire picture together. Then you see how Hashem is echot. And everything is part of one bigger picture of how Hashem is guiding the Jewish people. And therefore, when you have the Kaisal together, it's easier for everybody together to see Hashem Echad. How everything Hashem is doing is part of one big picture. It's not like a separate Chasmashal and Chashponis to different people, which don't line up, which don't combine. They do. The whole Hanhog of how Hashem runs the world is all parts of one big goal which Hashem is bringing the world to reach. And when we see that, that's when we say, Everything Hashem did is all part of that one, one plan. That's what we wanted to talk about. Perhaps one can extend this a little further. The Gemara Yichagiga says that Rabbi Yisha was very happy to hear this Russia. He says there was a Margolis Torah that he had. And you wanted to withhold it from me. And not only that, the way Rabbi Nechananel and other Yishayim explained the Gemara, Rabbi Yishayim himself, based on what he had heard from Rabbi Raza ben Azariah, expounded on the third Russia. On the Pasuk, Divrei Chachamim Kadarbanos, Uchamaz Meres Natsuim Barei Asupos, Nitnu Merei Echot. The words of the Chachamim on a Kadarban is something which guides the way the cattle walk. It's the same thing, the words of Chachamim are what guide us. But, and an also given from the same shepherd. And on that, Rabbi Yeshua learns that when you hear a base medrash, and you hear these are Isa and these are Matthew, these are forbidden, these are permit, these are Saitame and these are Saitar. And one could think that this is a, so much disagreement, so much argument, that should know it's that's one. Hashem who gave the Torah, and it's all from the same source. What's the connection between Rabbi Shur's drasha and the drasha that you learned from Rabbi Shur? So based on our understanding of the principle, and that is, there's a matter of Klai Yisrael together. And not because Klai Yisrael are all identical, but because Klai Yisrael form a synthesis. They form a unique whole, a completion. So Yeshua says that applies to terror too. One can see an argument between Talmud and Chachamim. Those who hold one way, those hold a different way. Those who pass in Muta, those who pass in Asr. And one thinks this is discord, this is argument, disagreement. And he says, no, you should know it's not. It's all coming from one source, it's all coming from one terror. 
And that is that there are many facets to Torah, there are many ways of understanding that same one Torah. And therefore all the different viewpoints and all the different understandings really combine and contribute to make the Torah something complete. Rather than causing a fractious, so to speak, a broken and discordant whole based on all the arguments, rather than all the viewpoints combined to show how many facets there are to Torah. And therefore that same concept that we find when Klai Yisrael are together, it forms a Shlemus, which is a new, a more complete way of saying, and I'll make you a one unit, and we'll, we Klai Yisrael are also one unit. In Torah it's also like that. In Torah, it's also the case when there can be lots of different opinions and all combines to form one unit. Now, why was that something which Rabbi Yeshua said about himself? That you kept, you had a, a, a goddess tova, precious gem, and you shouldn't have withheld it from me. So it's famous what the Mepharshim say that it was referring to the first part of Rabbi Lazar Azariah said and that is when Rabbi Lazar bin Azariah said that there's a benefit to bringing the children to give schar to those who brought them why? because the mitzvah of Hakkah was to bring the little children even though they're too young to learn and too young to understand but nevertheless it was a mitzvah to bring them and Rabbi Shurt appreciated that vote tremendously because the Midrash tells us that when Rabbi Yeshua was a baby, his mother brought him and put his crib outside the base Midrash so that the words of Torah should go into his ears. And Rabbi Yeshua appreciated this vote because he said, you see, there's a Makar in the Torah for such a Hanhoga such that for the babies which are brought to Hakil are too young to understand. But nevertheless, the fact that they're there has an impact on them. And therefore, the same would apply to him. That there would be an impact on what he had heard as a baby. And that's what the, the mission of us, when it talks about the Shevach, the praise of Avishah, actually allowed it to give birth to him because it was his mother's dedication that to him hearing the words of Torah as an infant, which influenced him later in life. It's a very beautiful verse of Ben and also fits with what we said before. And the point of bringing children to Hakel it's the influence it will have on them in the future as being part of a unit of Kali Yisrael. But perhaps if you're going to put all the drushes together and the underlying theme of all these Gemaras is that the point of Hakel was the Kali Yisrael should be together. The point of Kali Yisrael being together is that that way we make Hashem a Chatev Achas Ba'ila so to speak a one in the world and because we, Klai Yisrael, are all connected as, a, as a one unit in the world. And Rabbi Shur's Josh, that even when it comes to Torah and his arguments and his different opinions, that's also part of Nitin Echot, as part of the one Torah. The, it presents more sides of the Shabbos of Torah. So we can understand why well, that's also something which is very important for Rabbi Akiva. Why? Because we find two dramatic incidents Rabbi Akiva was involved in. The one, was the argument with Rabbi, with Rabbi Elazar, the famous story when Rabbi Elazar stood against all the Chach Mitzrayel and wanted to metame something, which the Chach wanted to metame. 
and it ended in a situation of the Chachamim distancing themselves from Rabbi Eliezer. And the other incident was also an argument between Rabbi Yeshua and the Nasi of the time was Rabbi Gamliel. And also it caused an argument and it caused Rabbi Gamliel to be evicted from his position as the Nasi. And in both of these stories, which was an argument for Torah, one could think that the result was divisiveness. The result was machlaikas. The result was, so to speak, to cause the shizm in Klal Yisrael. And that's not the way it was meant to be. And that's why the Yisrael is meant to be. And that's what Rabbi Lazar bin Azari was Darish. That even when Klal Yisrael has its differences, whether it's differences of understanding, or differences of paskening, or differences of acting, but it's there to show all the different facets of the whole, not to cause separation. And that's maybe another point that Rabbi Yeshua appreciated in the drasha. That the point of Machlekes isn't to cause separation, discord. On the contrary, it's there to present different sides of the Torah. And that's how it finishes off. Whereas well, you know, Rabbi Lazar ben Lazaria was the replacement for Ramon Gamliel. When Rabbi Gamliel was removed from the Nasiya, so after his argument with Rabbi Yeshua. And that's where the Gemara begins. Shabbos Shalmiyah, who was the one who was Darish? It was the week when Rabbi Lazar Nazari was being Darish. And Rabbi Yeshua finishes, Ain Dar Yasam, Shabbat Rabbi Nazari It's not a Dar Yasam. It's not an orphan generation if Rabbi Lazar Nazari is there. Somebody who can see, so to speak, the, that Maila of Kai Yisrael, of the unity of Kai Yisrael, which is brought about through everyone being together, even if everyone is different. So then that's, a, that, that's the Maila, so to speak, which that Dar particularly needed to learn. Either way around, for ourselves before Rosh Hashanah, Pashtun always comes before Rosh Hashanah, this is an important limit for us too. And that is the mail of Klai Yisrael standing together. Because when Klai Yisrael stands together, so the more, more of Klai Yisrael there are as one, the more we have the ability to unite, to be Mamlech Hashem, to make him a Chatevach Like we said, he be sure in Melech, be And if in Goddess we can't bring the whole Klai Yisrael together and we don't have that same hakel, but as much as we can stand together as Klai Yisrael, is how much we're able to be Mamli Hashem in a higher level.